everyone. Welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. And my name is Chelsea. And we are on episode 42, talking about the off-season today and just some of the crazy things that have gone on. But Chelsea, how are you doing today? I'm feeling real good. I'm in San Francisco today, as you can tell by my background. I had to shout out the Warriors. Congrats on Steph Curry's third ring. Gotta love it. Definitely. Fourth. He only had three on his necklace. That's misleading. <laughs> no, he, he's he got, you could argue that Kevin Durant carried him to two. I'm kidding to any Warriors oh, fans. Please. I'm kidding. I joke. Please. I am not one of those. Look. Okay. Undercover Boston fan. No, I've literally not. I did want a better mm. series though. My goodness. Jason Tatum. Where were you that whole series? Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, couldn't I'm, tell you. I, I think. I know this NFL podcast, but I actually don't. I, I think the Celtics weren't bad, but I definitely think they needed more out of Tatum to win that series. But I don't know. It's what do I know about professional basketball and how to coach that? So what do we know about basketball? This is a football podcast. That's right. We know literally nothing. It's not like I we've, you know, no basketball, too, but it's fine. That's for maybe another podcast some other day. Off topic podcast. There we go. The draft is tomorrow. Oh, snap. I really there want you the go. Pacers to take Jaden Ivy like really badly because he played at Purdue. It's just fitting. Come on, man. It, it really would be. But yeah, anyways, today, today, I, I know I said like we got some crazy news, but in but in all seriousness, it's kind of not really great news um, out of the NFL today. I mean, we've we'll have, you know, our fun in this episode, but definitely like some I don't know, in my opinion, not great news, but we're going to talk about it today. Um so let's go ahead. We'll start off today talking about um, let's talk about Dan Snyder and what's been going on there. Um, basically, Dan Snyder has been in a whole mess of hot water for a long time now. Washington fans are not a fan of him at all. Most NFL fans do not like Dan Snyder and wishes that he would just sell the team or step down his owner. And today you know there there was just a mess you know he had his court hearing and there was you know came out that he launched a shadow investigation um well let me back up for a second basically what happened was dan snyder's been in some trouble recently due to to put it lightly sexual misconduct towards his employees um specifically his female employees i don't want to get into the nitty-gritty because that's just not something we really want to talk in detail about but he did some not great stuff and he's made some not great comments towards his female um fellow employees um and this is not the first time this has happened to nfl owners believe me and i guarantee it's happening i could almost guarantee it probably is still happening with the other owners we don't know um but Basically, today, it did come out that he launched a shadow investigation, which was basically um, an investigation that was very private, where he was trying to send out private investigators to basically disprove the employees, um, you know, trying to get them to, you know, admit that it wasn't true or something like that. It's just really shady business. And now he's in a whole mess and Roger Goodell talked about it today. And, you know, he he was asked if Dan Snyder would be removed as an owner of an NFL team. 
And Roger Goodell himself said he does not have the authority to do that, which is just mind blowing. When the commissioner of the league themselves does not have the power to remove an owner, then I don't know who does or how that's even going to happen. You know, they, but anyways, Chelsea, I don't know what, what are your thoughts on this whole crazy situation? I mean, my first thought is how does Roger Goodell not have the power to remove someone as an owner when he's the commissioner? Like, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't know a lot about how that process works. So don't think that I know it all on the subject because I definitely don't. But I mean, you would think that the rest of the owners would want to get rid of Dan Snyder considering the shadow he's casting on their league. You would think that Roger Goodell would also want to make him step down again, considering the shadow he's casting on not only the league, but also on Roger Goodell's reputation for him even being here to begin with. I just, (laughs) the NFL has had a pretty strong disliking for Dan Snyder for uh, years now. It is not a surprise. It really doesn't come as a surprise to me that he tried to launch some shady investigation because that sounds like exactly something Dan Snyder would do, which is just really a shame when you have, you know, all of these people coming out and saying these things and you have all of this legal stuff and he's like still trying to disprove it. And it's like, dude, like, yes, innocent until proven guilty, obviously. But I feel like at this point, he's like pretty much been proven guilty (laughs) with the testimonies and everything that have come from female employees, you know, pieces that have come from other people inside the organization, et cetera. So it's just it's just a mess. Like you would think that (laughs) like the shareholders of Washington and other owners and that the commissioner and that really anyone who has any kind of big power in the NFL would want to get this guy out in order to save the reputation of one of their 32 teams. But I guess that's not the case. I, I don't know the dude. He just, to be quite honest, doesn't deserve to be there, which is a real shame because there are a lot of good people in Washington's organization. Like Ron Rivera is a stand up, awesome guy who is loved by the entire league. Like they have some really cool players on there, some really cool coaches. Like I'm sure that they have good people in their management outside of Dan Snyder as well. So it's just a real shame that Dan Snyder just kind of cast the shadow over the whole organization when not everyone in the organization is a crappy person yeah i agree and i mean this is also i mean things are have not been good overall for washington's staff they've kind of had a messy off season you know you've got you've got jack del rio making his comments being fined money and just recently you've got ron rivera getting fined quite a bit of money um for having too physical of a practice which um, side note it's football i get it's the off season but really uh yeah i mean to be you're, honest you're, that gonna, one... you're gonna find you're gonna find someone for football being too physical that's the nature of the sport like I, i'd i'd have to see you know how bad it is but from what i understand i mean look ron rivera like, played for took the... someone's head off like okay Look, Ron Rivera played for the 85 Bears. He played during that time. Things have changed a lot since then. But you are asking a defensive player um, who or a used to be defensive player for a championship Bears team, one that every Bears fan, I swear, still hangs on to to this day. I don't blame them. But, you know, you're asking someone of that era to coach a football team 
and that's what he grew up on. He's always been kind of about tough defense. Again, we don't know all the details about what happened, so I'm not going to sit here and come to the man's defense because we don't know. Obviously, they saw enough reason to find him, and we don't know why. But all I'm saying with that is that Washington's offseason has been a hot mess. and They got Carson Wentz. And to be honest, was that even a good thing? I don't know. And For so me it was. And so I look at it like they're, they're still trying to handle Terry McLaurin's contract. And which is its know, own mess. <laughs> and to be honest, for McLaurin, like, would you want to come back to that? I don't know. Like, I mean, would it take a lot of money? It's just been a messy situation. Washington has been nothing but controversy under Dan Snyder, in my opinion. And it when companies are under a lot of controversy. It usually has to go back all the way to ownership. And to be honest, with the new, with the commanders trying to be, you know, they're trying to make themselves a new face of the NFL. They're trying to rebrand everything. This might be where they have to start. So, I, I mean, really bad, bad work cultures a lot of times come from bad ownership, bad, you know, the ownership creates the atmosphere. And in this case, Washington has had a losing atmosphere for so long now. They were not, they have not been what they once were, uh, you know, making Super Bowls back in the day. Now they're, they haven't even cut one close. They make a playoff game every once in a while. But I don't know, Chelsea. I just think this has just been a messy offseason. And I, think a lot of it goes back to ownership no i mean i completely agree with you and i think probably their biggest problem right now outside of dan snyder is terry mclaurin like the dude is really good you don't want to lose him but with the kind of organization that washington is right now like you were saying it would make someone not want to stay I don't blame them. I mean, I wouldn't want to stay in a situation surrounded by controversy and drama and unethical behavior. I don't think anyone would want to stay in that. Now, you know, whether he does or not is soon to be seen, but they got to keep him. Like he's Carson Wentz's number one wide receiver weapon. Like they got to keep him. It's really not an argument. Like you pay the man and you move on. Like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be this dramatic. Yep. I agree. I guess we'll have to see, you know, kind of where this ends up. But right now, I, I I wish more teams were able to run like the Packers and not have an owner. I know the Packers did it, and now that's the only reason they're the only team that's allowed to do it because they were doing it before. I really, I think it'd be better if cities could run run NFL teams or not have an owner. It's not that the city itself is choosing the players and stuff like that, hiring players, all of that, but their ownership is just so shady. I mean, you look at the um, the Chargers, Stan Kroenke, who, or the, no, not the Chargers, the, I believe, no, I'm so sorry. It was the Rams, Stan Kroenke, left St. Louis, a very dedicated fan base, a very dedicated fan base for yep. LA, which yes, they won a Super Bowl, but I would argue they are not near the top sport in LA even though they just won. I think the Definitely Lakers, not. <laughs> the Lakers and Dodgers, you know, all of that, like they, they are the Kings over LA. LA is not a football city. You know, they're going to sell tickets. They're going to have people go to games, but 
the St. Louis Rams, they were they had a legit fan base. And then you look at um Dean Spanos for the Chargers leaving also for LA, left a very dedicated fan base in San Diego for no fan base in LA. No fan base. I'm sorry. They always get more away away fans than they do home fans. So not only now we have two competing football teams in one city because they saw because you know they, it's a money grab. I mean, it is a money grab, even though in both cities, respectively, in my, you know, like for Spanos, for the Chargers, he said, well, you know, he blamed the fans. And I'm like, you put a crappy product on the field. They were so bad for so long. Like, what do you expect people to pay a bunch of money to go to see a team that wasn't good or just okay? You know, there's much better things to do in San Diego than that. So, right. And I mean, even with LA, like are most people who live in LA going to pick a Chargers or Rams game over a Lakers game? No way. No. Are you no kidding way. me? Or even a Dodgers game or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I you mean, know? Dodgers, they're very popular, but not to the extent of the Lakers. I mean, no. I feel like if someone was a well-rounded sports fan in LA, the vast majority of them would probably choose the Lakers first. Because mm-hmm. you want to talk about a city and a team that has a fan base. <laughs> I mean, LA is Laker central. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's really just a money grab and it's a real shame for, for St. Louis, to be honest, because so going to baseball, I'm a Cubs fan, right? So naturally I think the St. Louis Cardinals are evil. Um, but you got to admire the dedication that people who live in St. Louis have for their teams. The Cardinals extremely popular. The St. Louis blues, the hockey team have a huge fan base and when the rams were there too they did as well so you gotta give you know the people of st louis credit for sticking by their teams even when they were bad like real bad and they still stuck by them it's just not the same in la there's just so much to do there people are so distracted and scatterbrained and there's just so much to do like you're i mean even if i went to la i mean I'd want to see a Lakers game or a Dodgers game too. Like I'm not even a fan of them, but they're the Lakers and the Dodgers, you know? I agree. So all of this to say, I I think ownership in the NFL is just a mess. The Green Bay Packers, as undesirable as like their field is to play on, and like it's Green Bay. Like it's cold and it is a mess out there. Like but they still have an, one of the most passionate fan bases because they know their the team is theirs, and they've also been good for how long? But they, they know have, what how to market their product. They, they said it's cold outside. Great, here's a cheesehead hat. You know, they just and they how many how many NFL teams fan bases have that even passion? But the fact that owner and owners want that, but owners also dangle leaving over fans heads as a way to keep them coming to games well to be honest especially with how expensive nfl games are already i know that's a whole side tangent but this kind of goes into really ownership in the nfl is kind of screwed up and they these owners they make decisions on rules they make decisions on so many things and it's just like who has authority over them? Nobody. Roger Goodell himself said today he does not have authority to make Dan Snyder step down as team owner. If the commissioner of the league doesn't have that authority, then who does? 
what can you the do? The other owners would be the only thing you'd guess, right? And they don't want to do that. They're all probably working together. I mean, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist here. I'm really not. I'm just thinking logically, you and the other owners are just trying to grow the business. Like whether you're bad or not, like who cares if you're bad or not? As long as you guys are all making money, like then you're set. Like, so that's why I just, and do you think that, owners like the fact that green bay doesn't have an owner at all don't you think some billionaire right now would love to own green bay right now exactly so and i just don't really think i don't know if owners are a good idea i don't know it could be i know a lot of teams in sports have them but i think they can create things like oh we're just gonna leave for some city that doesn't actually care about us but you know we're gonna do and it just i think it just creates a mess among fans players and and then you have situations like this going on in washington i'm like what what good what good is coming out of this what good is coming out of this system as good as even the patriots were how much controversy came out of robert Kraft? i mean yep so i don't know if you guys agree let us know do you think owners the whole ownership thing should just be gotten rid of. Do you think everyone I mean, should just Jerry be like Jones. Green Bay? <laughs> look at Jerry Jones with what well, it was that that lady came out of nowhere and said she was like his daughter or whatever. And he was like, no, you're not. It's like this whole thing that happened. Like, can we just behave? Is that too much to ask? Look, I will say, even though, you know, many people are not fans of Jerry Jones, he 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 at least appears to care about winning <laughs> i oh, mean no he cares he cares too much uh, well either way i i think that'd be an interesting topic please like comment and let us know should should cities own their teams would that be less controversial would that just create a better environment among the league among players i don't know it may it may not there, I mean, I guess there's a reason there's a system like this in every sport, but is it a good reason is the question. That's a fair question. So anyways, um, next, we've got some pretty sad news um, that came out today. Um, linebacker for the Ravens, Jalen Ferguson, has passed away at age 26. He was a third round pick for the Ravens back in 2019, and they found him um they tried to treat him last night, I believe, in Baltimore, if I'm correct. And unfortunately, he has passed. And I don't know. I heard about this. This is, this is pretty tragic. I mean, anytime someone passes away, it's it's a tragic thing. But, you know, especially someone who's young and healthy, has a future ahead of them. I think that that hurts even worse. And, you know, we've just had Dwayne Haskins passing, you know, a couple months ago, not that long ago. And now we've got Yet again, another young young player um, with another tragic passing. And I don't know, it really, really hurts and sucks to see, um, you know, prayers to his family and his friends and, you know, everybody impacted by it. But yeah, we did want to just, I guess, talk a little bit about that and just um, mention that, you know, it's, it's big news, but it's sadly, I don't know, I, it's pretty tragic. Yeah, I mean, this is this is terrible. There are too many deaths of too many young professional athletes these days. It's just, unfortunately, it seems to be a pattern that is starting to uh, to take place. 
which needs to quickly be erased because it should not be this way. I mean, kind mm-hmm. of in the same vein, um, basketball player, 25 years old, Caleb Swanigan played at Purdue, played for um, a couple mm. of teams in the NBA, also passed away, 25. So we got 25, 26, 24. Like, this is too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, either we've got to put some some regulations or some practices in place to be able to help these people out who are struggling like, cause this is just too much. This should not be happening. And it's just, you know, it's just a result of a broken world. If we're being honest, I mean, it's just, it's just sad. So it, it really breaks my heart. This, these things should not be happening. And Jalen Ferguson and Caleb Swan again, and Dwayne Haskins, they should, they should all still be with us. And the fact that they aren't, it's just devastating. So definitely prayers going out to Ferguson's family and his friends and his teammates and you know all the rest of the the young athletes who have passed away sadly over the the recent months it's just it's just too much like this has got to stop yeah definitely um but yeah so prayers out to them and um yeah hopefully we don't see a more of this or a pattern of this in the future um but kind of going on to next what we wanted to talk about we we personally now just to kind of address this we didn't really want to talk about this a lot because not that we don't like talking about these things it's just more like you know i i don't want to just i don't like using things like this to get clicks or something like that because this is very tragic and just i don't know i feel like we we offer our condolences and we do and we care you know we do um but I just don't, I don't know. There's no use milking a segment about this. You know, this is something very personal to a lot of people. So, you know, I know a lot of sports media is going to run with this to get clicks. We will not do that, you know? So, all right. Um, but yeah, so moving on the next thing we've got here. So in some, I mean, not super shocking news, but you know, probably the biggest or or some of the biggest news around um, Rob Gronkowski, big Gronk decides to retire for the second time for Again. legit for real this time. Um, Maybe. <laughs> well, for quote unquote real. I mean, last time he only retired because he didn't want to go to the lions. Um, right. So, I mean, which I'll be honest, that is one of the funniest stories. I'll, I'll be real. Yeah. Like this man had such a disdain for Detroit. He was, and to be honest, if you're Rob, do you want to get traded from the New England Patriots with Tom Brady, who are like on the cusp of Super Bowl every year, to Detroit? No, but anyways, and it did nothing but benefit him because he got to take some time off and then come back to another Super Bowl contender. So, I mean, I know that may be controversial, but I don't know. I kind of get it. Um, but anyways, Gronk says he retires for real now. Um, I'm going to be honest. If Brady is in December looking looking high and mighty for another playoff run, and then he says, hey, buddy, um, you want to come for a Super Bowl run? Do you think Gronk's going to say no to that? No. Like, come on. Literally, 
there are NFL analysts right now who used to be players that said, believe me, if a team, this is like a dream scenario. If a team called me up in December, I didn't have to practice or play the whole season and then called me up and said, hey, I, we need you for a playoff run and your first games, you get to go back in a in a playoff game. They're like, I would love that. Like when Marshawn Lynch did that a few years ago for Seattle, when they signed him back for a playoff run, like that's like the stuff of dreams for veterans, you know? And so I don't know. I feel like if if they needed it, I think Gronk would, you know, I think he'd come back for a few games. I mean, pretty immediate, immediately after Gronk retired, his agent was like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out of retirement if Brady <laughs> asked him. Like, come on. Like, do we really think that Gronkowski is truly retired? After the fake out that Tom Brady did to me and how he shattered my hopes and dreams, I believe nothing now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, someone said, yeah, we feel like he wrote it in pencil, you know, kind of that idea where he can erase, just erase it. it yeah. I, I, I don't think he's intentionally faking this, right? I don't think he's no. sitting there being like, okay. I'm going to fake retire or something like that. I don't think he was even being considered for trade unless someone got real desperate for a tight end. I'm not yeah, saying I mean, he's bad, he, but you know, if, if he wanted to go back, he would have resigned like right after the season ended. Like he mm -hmm. would not have taken this long if he legitimately had no other thoughts except going back. So I believe him when he says that he retired, just like I believe Brady, but in the same line it would not surprise me if he promptly unretired if tom brady asked him if anyone else asked him i don't know if he would but if tom brady was like hey man we got some guys on the ir right now do you think he could come back and do me a solid and help me out are you kidding me yes he would say yes yeah and would anyone blame him no he gets no. to come back for a playoff run one last shot for the heck of it like i wouldn't blame him I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like, wow, I didn't have to worry about getting hurt all season. And didn't now have to practice. This is exactly. Great. Now I get to come in, get paid a couple, couple million to just drop in for a playoff run real quick. And if we don't do, and if I'm bad, they'll just be like, oh, you know, like, okay, he didn't play the whole season. We get it. You know, he has no loss in here. He is Rob Gronkowski. He's got four rings. He is what considered widely is one of the best tight ends of all time i mean i don't know if he's the best that's up to everyone's different opinions but he has nothing to lose if he came back and if he doesn't come back he has nothing to really lose there either this man has set himself well and to be honest he really has to be honest i don't i don't blame him for retiring but I just I'm, I would not be surprised if he came back. I don't think anyone would be if he came back for like five games or something. I don't know. Comes back for five minutes when Super Bowl promptly retires again for a third time. <laughs> now I'm retired, retired. Like I'm, I'm retired, actually retired done now. now. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because he was, it, it's crazy because he was actually putting up decent numbers last year, aside from being injured. When he was in, in games, he was good. He is still a legit tight end in this league, you know, as kind, kind of old as he is for an NFL player. Isn't that amazing? Like, it is. I don't know. 
I, I know Chelsea. All those, a, all those commercials that have just, you know, lengthened real. his playing career. Mm-hmm. I know Chelsea as a Colts fan. I imagine you love you love Gronk there. Um, I know every I'm indie not, fan loves I'm Gronk. I'm not going to lie. I will not lie. I actually do like Gronk. I've always liked Gronk. Not going to lie. He's one of two Patriots players that I have liked. Surprisingly enough, you want to, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell a funny, a funny Go story. For it. So in my closet, I have a Rob Gronkowski Super Bowl jersey. Yes, me, a Colts fan, has a Patriots Super Bowl jersey. But you know what the best part about it is? It's from the Super Bowl when they lost to the Giants in Indianapolis. So it's Rob Gronkowski's Super Bowl losing jersey. And I just feel like that's appropriate, you know? You've cursed Gronkowski. Now every time you want them to lose, you just wear that jersey. And they're like, what are you doing? The funniest part about that is that when they had all the Super Bowl festivities downtown Indianapolis, you know, my family and I, we went and it was my first year playing fantasy football. And I had Rob Gronkowski on my team who carried that year. And I had Victor Cruz with the Giants. And I originally wanted a Victor Cruz jersey, but they had sold out. So I compromised and I got a Rob Gronkowski jersey and my mom bought it for me. And to this day, every time I bring it out, she's like, I hate that thing. You're not allowed to wear that. And I'm like, you bought it for me. It's a Super Bowl losing jersey. It's like a walking meme. Yeah. And it's ironic because you're a Colts fan. And I am, but I've always liked Gronk. Not going to lie. I mean, I really do believe he's definitely top 10. Oh, yeah. He's probably top five. Yeah. And as far as number one, is he good? At, is he as good as Alex Rodriguez? I'm not, I Did I just say the wrong name? You I'm mean so sorry. Tony Gonzalez? I'm, I'm going to go home now. Good night. Um, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why I said I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, whatever. Okay. Either way. Is he is he at Alex that level? Rodriguez played baseball, I believe. I know. I don't know what is wrong with me. Uh, please get me out of my was mind. Was that was that for the Yankees he played for? Yeah, literally. Can I go World home? Series rings? I, I know. I apologize Yikes. to everyone who just listened to that. I'm sorry. I apologize. I do. Ooh. I'm sorry. Brain but fart. to any Falcons fan, well, I don't apologize to Falcons fans because you know I'm a Panthers fan. So like no, I don't uh-uh, apologize uh-uh. to you. Wah, but, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, is he at that level? I don't know. I mean, I think it's up for debate. Gronk is was one of those players. I mean, he also had Tom Brady throw into him, but I don't think that made him just... I mean, it definitely helped. I don't think that's the reason he was great. But I do think that Gronk demanded so much attention from defenses. I mean, and even if you had all that attention on him, he could still catch it over you. He's a big body and he was all he most of the time always seemed to be open, ready for the catch. I mean, I think one of the more impressive catches I saw him make was like against the Eagles and where he was very tightly covered. It was in the Super Bowl that they lost. Um, but uh, you know, he helped his touchdown helped them get back into the game. And it was really impressive. I mean, the Eagles were kind of dominating for a while, but that touchdown switched the momentum up. And, you know, while the Patriots didn't quite win the game, it's still, I mean, it was an incredible, incredible catch. And I mean, who were they throwing to on the Hail Mary at the end of that game? It was Gronk. And, you know, there was a, there was a decent shot. He could have gotten that. So I don't know. I think that overall, the man has earned his status in Canton. 
He is going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, NFL Twitter confirmed it, said next stop Canton. So, I mean, the NFL Twitter themselves already called it. You know, yes, I a don't verifiable resource right I, there. I mean, the social media interns running NFL <laughs> Twitter. True. Didn't think about that one. But if the NFL themselves is saying you're going to the Hall of Fame, like, come on. If he come didn't make the Hall of Fame, that would be a travesty. Honestly, do we need to do a segment next week on players that should have made the Hall of Fame but aren't? We might need to because that would be pretty entertaining. That would be so entertaining. I mean, for the longest time, Terrell Owens was not in the Hall of Fame. He is now. It took a very long time, though, because, you know, the media has to vote on it. And, you know, the, he loved the media. And I know the media loved him very much. So I don't know. I think that'd be a pretty cool segment to anybody listening. Let us know. Would that be a fun segment? We could get everybody's takes on different players. And if you want, you know, we could get you to just list your reasons on why you think they should have made the Hall of Fame. Or we could do players that don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame and Mm. your reasons why. I think that would be really an interesting episode. Either one would be interesting. So let us know if you guys are interested in that and we can make it happen. Yeah. But anyways, I think that's about it for this week, what we've got. Um, So yeah, Chelsea, do you want to go ahead and lead us out of here? Yep, for sure. So thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Later.